You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, guys? Welcome back to episode 139 of Psychotic and Iconic. Paul's here along with my co-host, Nick Theories, Philly Phil, and special guest, our queen, Ryan Dock. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in to the live stream tonight. If you haven't done so already, please go ahead and share it. Thank you to everybody that likes, follows, and subscribes to all of our platforms. If you need merchandise, tanks, t-shirts, hoodies, long sleeves, anything you need, send us a message. What's up, brothers? Ah, uh, welcome, Ryan Doc. Queen Ryan Doc, oh, apparently. Queen. Yeah, you my can't get to our guest, my bro. Queen. My queen. Disrespecting me already. Right? You can't disrespect a guest like that. I have that. to. He's been the five straight AFC titles. Shit. I got it. Scream that. Make him king. Yes, sir. Queen. Call him king. Yeah. Call him king. He looks That's like king Tra- AFC. He looks like Travis tonight. You know, I yo, thought Nick said to me. I said same, same shit. I'm like, yo, you got a Travis uh, Kelsey haircut. He really does. Yeah. That's a compliment. Real shit. Yeah. <laughs> Handsome. You think he's a Hall of Famer? Yeah. <laughs> that, no. yo, we, yo, we're not that uneducated on this podcast. I know. Yeah, I know. For all I the news, that. you know, listeners listening out there. We're I know, not I that crazy. That. I don't see Greasy in here. His Wi-Fi must be down again, or he's ducking. <laughs> yeah, he's ducking your ass. He's ducking you. Oh, all right. Like that? Oh, man. Greasy's ducking right. the smoke? My bad. Regular. Again? Yeah, he didn't want to show up. It's all good, though. All right, guys, let's start with our daily news. We got quite a few on this one. Yeah, we do. All right, so Frank Reich is headed to the Panthers. What you guys think about that? I like it. I mean, it's. It, I was thinking about this earlier. It's kind of the same situation that he kind of fell into with the Colts. Pretty solid defense, I would say, but trying to turn things around, which Frank Reich's an offensive-minded coach, and that's exactly what the Panthers needed. So I like it, and he's a great head coach. Yeah, uh, I didn't like the move. I like look, Frank Reich's a good head coach, I think, and I think he's a good offensive guy, like you said. But I thought that uh, Steve Wilkes earned the chance because normally interim head coaches aren't don't do that well, like they don't fare too well. But Steve Wilkes took a one and four team that was un, un, um, underperforming. They had PJ Walker and Sam Darnold. Uh, you know, the guys in the exit meetings were vouching for him to stay. You know, they overachieved and they had a chance to get into the playoffs. They were flirting with the playoffs, so I felt like he deserved. Uh, to get that job. Um, but I mean, look, it's a, it's the Panthers. So you could never, never expect that. But like uh, my buddy said this today too. And I think it's true. Like, I feel like they're already, the locker room's already going to be kind of divided because you, the guys wanted, they guys wanted Steve Wilkes to return. And now you, you hired Frank Wright. So 
I don't I don't know. I'm 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 out on it. Don't love it. Uh don't hate it, but Frank Reich is 41 and 35 as a head coach in this league. And Steve Wilkes, I know what you I know what you mean. They were they were playing really, really well under him, but when he coached the Arizona Cardinals, bro, they were three and thirteen. They had Josh Rosen. I get it, <laughs> but you were three and thirteen. So I I mean, I, I don't I think it was premature to hire that coach right there. I mean, there's other candidates out there. Yeah, absolutely. In my in my opinion. Um, you know, Shane Steichen with the Eagles. Apparently, I mean, look, apparently they said that he had it, he didn't it didn't go as planned, which I'm happy about because I want him back. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, and then you know, I think Sean Payton, there's a lot of smoke around him. Uh, but apparently I, I read a report on him that he might take another season off. He should because I don't think he likes his options. So, but I, I don't know. I, I I don't know if they really did their due diligence. The the Carolina Panthers. I mean, they got two two candidates that were mid. <coughs> I mean, you want to change your whole entire franchise around? You start from scratch. You're going to go with Frank Reich. What what has he proven really? I mean, I know he won the Super Bowl with the Eagles, but that he wasn't a head coach. So, I mean, we talk about on this podcast all the time. Some some coaches are coordinators, and some coaches are fit to be head coaches. Josh McDaniels, Dennis Allen. I mean, those are the people that I was mentioning. Now, Dennis Allen, for all intents and purposes, he did a he did an all right job this year. I mean, I know their defense was pretty good, but he didn't really have anything to work with. He had Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton looked okay at times. I mean, he, I mean, Andy Dalton is what he is. Yeah. But I mean, as far they overperformed what I expected. Yeah. Like I, I mean, like look, Frank Reich, I like him. But I don't love this hire. I'm not like, oh my god, the you know, watch out for the Panthers. He's gonna change the whole culture there. Like, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys. I know he had a couple good years with the Colts, but look how that ended. Wouldn't you say he kind of turned them around though? I mean, he had Jacoby Brissett for his quarterback for a whole season. And he made the playoffs with him. The Colts. Yeah. You could make an argument. He had Carson Wentz. I mean, every year they were competitive. Yeah, I mean, the just a couple rivers. They made the bad win. Yeah. Uh, Wentz, they fell apart in that last game, but almost made the playoffs. And then this year, I mean, not for nothing, but Matt Ryan was horrible. Yeah. Sam Ellinger was horrible. And then you brought it, you, you fired him and brought in um, Jeff Saturday. Horrible. So it's like, you know, the Colts aren't really that good of an organization right now. Right. But do you think this move was in place for a quarterback to want to be coached by Frank Reich too? What do you mean? Because I feel like he's quarterback friendly. I um, feel like he puts his quarterbacks in a pretty good position he was, he to, was also to be successful. Their, he was their the franchise's first quarterback. Correct. So I, I think he puts his quarterbacks to be in, in a position to be successful. So maybe this this move was an enticing move for an outside quarterback that would love to be coached by Frank Reich. Mm -hmm. Because not for nothing, the Panthers' defense is really, really good. I know. There are a couple pieces away, I would think, from being like a legitimately contender in the NFC. Um, and especially in the South, the South yeah. is going to be, is brutal. So I feel like, you know, maybe that is what they're thinking was. So I, I don't love it, but I don't hate it. That's, a C, that's, is it a C for we'll see? It's a C for we'll see. Absolutely. All right. I'll, that's what, that's my grade. What's your grade? Ryan? C. I'm going to go with C. C. I got it as a B. Okay. Cause I think Frank Wright can coach. I think so too. But yeah. I, I think he can coach it. and I think he'll be, he'll be fine. Um, I just, like I said, I felt that Steve Wilkes deserved a chance after doing a hell of a job as the interim head coach. And I feel like the guys played hard for him. And like I said, you go from one and four to seven and 10, you could have won and won the division. So let me ask you a question. If mm -hmm. if the, the Panthers beat the Bucks, 
does Steve Wilkes retain the job? I don't think so. He has to. Right? He has That's to. my thinking, How, how too. can you not? That's my thinking, too. Because I feel like if the Panthers won the division over the Bucks, he would be the head coach for, for next year. I mean, and, and to me, that's not fair. Yeah. Like, you lose mm -hmm. one game, and you're not a head coach. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, though. Like, you had P.J. Walker and Sam Darnold. And not for nothing, Sam Darnold was playing all right with Steve Wilkes. Right. Yeah. But there's, as crazy no as that way, says, like, there's nobody that can convince me that if he won that game and the Panthers won the division, he wouldn't be the head coach. Like, nobody can convince me that. I'm with you. I, I don't know how they won hire him. How could you not? You, that, you, then you really, truly dismantle your entire team. Like They're like, I don't, I don't like this. But the history says Wilkes is in, not a head coach. But the intern, what you said, not many coaches perform well with their team. I would argue that maybe it gives other players um, an energy boost because they didn't really like to play for, um, what's his name? Um, Matt Rule. Matt Rule. He was horrible. Yes. I said that from the beginning. He was trash. That's what I'm saying. So maybe they, the, the players just didn't appreciate his scheme or didn't, didn't buy into his system, and they bought into Steve Wilkes' system. Yeah. That could be the turning point. But if the players are buying into the system, then you should retain them as the head coach because he's building a new culture. That's and what I'm system. saying. The, the, the players were vouching for him in the exit interview. Your TikTok was perfect. Everything yeah. you said on that TikTok was perfectly laid out yeah. and i agreed with everything that you said so anybody that follow us is on tiktok please go check it out paul's nailed that tiktok thank beautiful you. appreciate it thank yep. you all right next thing the biggest joke in the nfl nathaniel hackett hired as the offensive coordinator for the jets what do you think about that because i don't know if they're trying to get rogers to go there i mean it didn't work out for the broncos but I can't think the only thing worse than Nathaniel Hackett and Russell Wilson is Nathaniel Hackett and Zach Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Another Wilson. He's going to coach. Oh uh, yeah. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. I didn't even put the last names together, but he's got to be scarred. Yeah. As soon as he sees Wilson, he's going to be like, Oh fuck. <laughs> I, know. Jesus. I just went through this last year. I got I fire for it. I got another pound of dog shit in front of me. <laughs> I, I just, what do you think about? Do you think it's to try and get Rogers? I have written down here. They better sign Rogers. Because if you don't, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Say it with your chest. You like, what the fuck, fuck are you doing? Thank you. Appreciate like, it. Like, that ass. I mean, after that season he just had in Denver with, I mean, I that Russell Wilson was abysmal. Real fast, what do you think about Russ? Do you think he's washed? Or do you think no, was I don't think he's washed. How can you, if we would, if you, if you would have said to me last year, do you think Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer? I'm going to say, yeah. I didn't dispute that. However, I did say that. Seriously, then. <laughs> he, we were trying to find the episode. He said last year that Russell Wilson was washed before the trade. I saw the tea leaves. Did you? He did. Now, yeah. the thing that I was saying was different, though, was um, I just lost my I'm a That's a bomb. I'm I mean, a fucking bean up here, dog. I think, Russell <laughs> Wilson, I, I think Russell Wilson is a Hall of Famer. However, however, if he plays like he played last year for the last three, four years of his career, he's going he's gonna to play himself out of the Hall of Fame. I genuinely believe that because here's the thing. Somebody we were just talking about on Tuesday, Cam Newton. Not that he's a Hall of Famer. Go ahead. No, no. A lot know. of people forget how good his first five years yeah. were because his last five were so bad. After 2016, he was like actually terrible. Mm -hmm. He just he fell right off the cliff. Now I don't know if I believe Russell Wilson fell off the cliff. Just I mean, when I just he doesn't want to use his legs anymore. He misses wide open throws, and then like you know all the weird stuff that they were saying about like I just feel like he became a diva. What you're saying is his specialties declined. 
that made the him things great. that made him great. Yes. I don't yeah. believe are there anymore. Agreed. And I don't ever think Russell Wilson was a stand in the pocket and pick you apart guy. And when you when you try to do that and you try and turn into that in your later years, it doesn't work. Some guys just need their legs. Well, you know, he, players are getting faster in the NFL. We talk about this all the time, like sports science. Players are physically more gifted today than they were 10 years ago they just are there's Unless a lot more vegan. training regimens that you know you know scientifically prove that they you can get stronger faster blah 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 the the diets are, have changed like a lot of things have changed for players to be like straight up monsters bro and compared to 10 years i mean ago. think about uh who's the uh the dude on the eagles the lineman they just drafted the big davis end. yeah Jordan Jordan davis. davis right bro he's a load yeah, bro. I mean, he's 300 pounds running a four or five. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's that that's unheard of, bro. If you said that 20 years ago, the guy would have been like, well, for context, Johnny Manziel ran a four a four six. So you have somebody that's 300 pounds, double Johnny Manziel's weight and runs faster than him. I mean, could you imagine getting hit like that by somebody that size? It's a truck coming at you, bro. Yeah. Literally a truck. Yeah. A Hell wide yeah. load. Shannon, <laughs> Shannon, uh, Shannon Sharp says it. He says after you would get out of physical games, it would feel like you were in a car accident. Yeah. Your body would just be so sore that it, it's like your body hurts. Absolutely. And when you're getting, you know, slammed on by 300 pound men constantly for three hours, it's going to hurt. So, you're going to be in pain. So what do you think about Nathaniel Hackett to the Jets? Paul's. I think it's pathetic. I don't understand. And this is, and here's the craziest thing is this is what riles up people about the coaching issue when everybody's trying to, when the argument comes up with African-American coaches and head coaches and things like that. And I try not to buy into it. However, when you see stuff like that, you do have to kind of look at it sideways. Like Nathaniel Hackett does not deserve to be a coach this year, a, a, a coordinator. None of that. He just doesn't. What did he, I mean, he got fired for being a terrible coach. I mean, here's the thing. If Russell Wilson isn't washed, he had a lot of people that think, Russell Wilson's washed. So, you know what I'm saying? That That's my issue. I don't think he deserved to get a job a month after he got fired. I'm so with you. And the fact that you brought up the African-American coaches, maybe just think of Byron Leftwich. The man won a Super Bowl two years ago being an offensive coordinator, and he's still on the street. While Nathaniel Hackett, who completely abominated the Denver Broncos, just got a job. Oh, and let's, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's great that you said Byron Leftwich. That's a perfect example. Because here's the thing. After this year, he's going to have trouble getting a coordinator job. Yeah, he's he's not getting a head coaching offer. There's no way. There's no way he's getting a head coaching offer. I agree with that. And in, do I love the move? I don't hate it because if you can get Rodgers, they have a chemistry at least. And the Jets, the way they're constructed, we talked about this earlier when we went to lunch. They're they're built to win right now. They have a great defense. They got they got studs on the offense. Brees Hall is going to come back from injury. They got Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. Like they have pieces on that offense to be successful. And if you if you could plug in an Aaron Rodgers in, now it takes a lot of pressure off those young players because they have a good quarterback that can do things that their previous quarterbacks couldn't do. And I think, you know, the relationship would be great if they can get Rodgers, but the problem is now you got to pay the piper. Yeah. Because not for nothing, if Green Bay knows that you need a quarterback, they're going to make your ass pay for it because that's just business 101. I'm going to make you overpay for the 39-year-old quarterback as to just give him to you for free because he's, he's, a, he's a cancer in our locker room. What would you give up for him? 
there's a report out there for two firsts. I think that's a little steep for me. No. I probably go a first round pick, a third round pick, and maybe a fifth. I'm not giving up two firsts for a 39 year old quarterback. I still think that's a lot because well, I mean he didn't, dude. He hasn't thrown for 300 yards in 21 games. But you gotta understand the Jets' history. The Jets have never made noise since uh, Sanchez and Rex Ryan. So they're, they're, they want to win. And New York is a big market. If they can get Aaron Rodgers in New York, that's easy selling, bro. You could sell that so easily. I think, I, I mean, it's look, a big they're, market. They're a good team. Like, they are. You put Rodgers there. Like, I don't think Rodgers is washed. He may not be superstar Rodgers anymore, but I don't think he's, like, I don't view him the way I'm viewing Russell Wilson right now, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think he's done, done. I don't either. And I feel like if you like the Jets, Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall comes back. Like, I think they have a good team. Their defense is stout. I mean, Rodgers never really had a good day. Pause. Yeah, but the problem, I mean, and, and also, does the culture fit Rodgers, though? I don't know if the media would eat him up. Yeah, but he, would, he would hate New York, but he, but <laughs> he would fucking hate New York. Absolutely. But going off what you said, it's like what, what you would pay for him. I mean, if you to have Aaron Rodgers, you put Aaron Rodgers in the Jets, they're probably that they now become like a Super Bowl contender. Some would say. I, w- I don't think I would say that. Yeah. Well, I would think if he would go there, it would be, it would be, you know, they would maybe get home field, be a really exactly. high seed, and then they would lose in the first round of the playoffs. So, so, I, so I, that's I their way of thinking. Agree. Like, yeah. Why, why wouldn't I want that? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? Like, I, like the one's well, last time the Jets have yeah. made the playoffs. They would be a wild card because the fucking AFC is stacked. Man. Man, you put Rodgers. <laughs> They're better than the Dolphins. You put him on, on the Jets. Arguably, because, the, well, the Dolphins, if they stick with Tua, you can argue that. Yes, because I'm not. I'm not two guy. So that other number twelve goes to Miami. Okay, that's different. Yeah, it's different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Different. I just if Rogers goes to the AFC, I mean the AFC is just it's loaded. loaded. I don't. Like I mean it. at that point, Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback in the NFC, yeah. hands down. Well, that's why I don't think Rogers will would will go there. Yeah. Why 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 would you want to leave the division you're in now? Yeah, Come you on, the, play with the Vikings. Allen. You we know what the Vikings are. You got to play Allen twice a year. Yeah, you got to play now the Dolphins twice a year. Well, I mean, no, we know what the Vikings go- are. The Vikings are the what? The, the softest 14 no, and 13 no, are. They're the NFC North champions. Oh, I'm giving you your flowers. You called that, You threw bro. me a curveball. Yeah. I'm sorry. You threw me a curveball. <laughs> I, I mean, if I'm right, I mean, he, like I said, New York would eat him alive that median. Why would you want to leave the division with the Bears? And, and he can win that division again if they put the right pieces around him. Uh, that's the problem, though. They don't. They yeah, don't. that's the issue. And that's been the problem for, what, years what? now? Why? What is that? I, Can I, somebody I, explain to me why they don't get this man a wide receiver one outside of Devontae Adams? They trade his ass. I know My they have Devontae is- Adams, but, like, at the same time, it's like, yo, you went into the season with fucking Al Lazard, Christian Watson, who he played really well down the stretch, but he wasn't up to speed yet. And who else? Is it Sammy Watkins. What the fuck are you doing, bro? You know, you know we got they, an aging superstar who just signed a three-year, hundred and fifty million dollar deal, guaranteed. And you do that? Like, I don't. That, to me, that just it just sets him up for failure. But I, I'm sure he was part of that discussion because he had to know the future of their franchise, what direction they were going. Otherwise, he wouldn't have signed. So I, I kind of blame him in a sense too because you knew what you were getting yourself into when you signed the deal. You're not going to sign the blindly. You're going to ask, what is our next step? He's been there for so long that he has some type of relationship with the front office to the point where he can go up there and talk about the future. It's not like a, a, a you know, uh, a, a mystery. I, I believe that is true. So he had to know their direction. Like my thing is, if you're the Packers, 
Why are you not on the phone with the Cardinals getting D Hop? NFC teams, maybe. I mean, you could get anybody's for sale for the right price. You could get D Hop. Why would you not go after him? Uh, I don't get it. I don't think they want Rodgers. I think they've been trying to drive him out for years now. Like you literally just kind of answered your own thing. Like, what the hell? What the hell are they doing? Well, we're trying to get him out of here because we drafted a freaking a first round quarterback three years ago. I disagree with that though, because in he, some fucked up way, I think they're they're literally trying to push Rodgers out of Green Bay, and he's maybe, just saying, you know what? I'll just keep coming back and keep winning. You can't get rid of me. Maybe, but you gave somebody a hundred and fifty M's, bro. Oh yeah, that, that Ain't there, no yeah. way you're trying to you're push right. somebody out the door if you give them hundred and fifty M's, which is true. So maybe they're handcuffed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but why why trade Devontae Adams? After you just paid your quarterback. That's a mystery. And I I really want to know the answer to that. Like, but it's going to be at a later date, I bet. Like somebody's going to leak a story where it's like, oh, that's why Devontae Adams. Well, they offered Devontae Adams the same contract the Raiders did. He wanted to be traded because he He, didn't trust Rodgers teetering on the retirement shit. Yes. Because Rodgers now is doing the Brett Favre. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. Coming back. Yep. (laughs) So um, what do you think about the other number 12, Tom Brady visiting private schools in Miami? You think there's a chance he goes to the Dolphins? Nah. I'm the same way. I don't know. Nah, I don't I don't think that that meant anything. Yeah, I don't think that holds any weight. I think honest. that's either him saying it might be I'm done or I'm just staying in Tampa Bay again. I'm the same that's way. That's all. Do you think, Nick? I agree with you guys wholeheartedly. His kids live in Miami. They're not moving. He when I went to Tampa, I you know, I, I was trying to look for like his old crib and shit like that just to be a fan and just to see where the fuck he was living. And all the locals told me that he lives in Miami now and that's exactly where he's going to stay. So I don't see him. That's the, he's there for his kids. He's not there for football reasons. Too early for that. And when I when he says he's taking his time and he's taking it day by day, I genuinely believe that because of last year. Last year he retired right before the Super Bowl. I don't think he wanted to retire. I think he was pressured to do so. But this year, I think he's actually really taking it a day by day basis. Well, I mean, he sounded like it when he responded to uh, Jim Gray, Jim Gray. On his podcast. and their boys. Too. Everybody was saying it like he yeah. got he got cocky when he, he was. He got he got he actually got upset, and I think that's just that's like built up frustration too. You know what I mean? Like he didn't like the way the season unfolded for him, the way the season went for him, and then you're gonna ask me that, like, bro, like I'm already pissed off about how things went. Then he lost his wife. Like, there is a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So to ask me that shit is like, nah, fam, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, what do you think about Sean Payton going to Denver? I know we touched on it a minute when we were talking about Russ. Uh, do you think that he would solve their issues if he went there? Because personally, I don't. And I think it would only bring them a bigger hole because they want like a first round pick or two for him. And they already gave up all their draft capital in the near future for Russ. So I don't think he would solve any of their issues, to be honest. I think he he would help Russell Wilson individually because he's a smart offensive mind. But as for solving their problems, no. They have their problem is Russell Wilson's contract and all the equi- and all the capital they gave up. I'm kind of with you. I mean, I don't. Yeah, like I don't think you could have said it any better. Honestly, I mean. You would have to assume if you hire Sean Payton that they're going to be a little bit better than they were last year offensively. Yeah. I mean, their defense is, was what, top three in the league all year? Top their five. Defense is- all right. Well, here's, here's, I don't know if you guys saw this during the season. If they would have scored over what? 18. 18 points, they would have been nine and one at one point. You yeah. don't think Sean Payton can get them to score fucking 21 points a game last Te- year? Like, they're a quarterback away. 
I said it oh, all man. year, bro. You know what's crazy, though? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, last year, they averaged 18 points. 18 points, yeah. Teddy Bree. Yeah. So it's like, it's away, wild man. because they are legitimately a quarterback away. I, I is, like their roster, yeah. bro. Their roster's really good, the Saints. And the, I'm yeah. sticking with Russell. Oh, no, no, I no, think he's about good, the Broncos, man. Bro. The Broncos? What yeah. about him? That's what we're talking That's about. We're talking no, about. I know, but I thought you were talking about the Saints were a quarterback away. Oh, no, the Broncos uh, are a quarterback oh. away. Oh, yeah, that team too, but... Okay, maybe I... Oh, yeah, no, no, no. No, the quarter... No, I was saying the Broncos are a quarterback away. <laughs> oh, damn, that's crazy, man. Yo, damn, for real? I, yeah. <sighs> bro, I told you, Russell Wilson's washed up. I'm out, I'm out with that, bro. I don't think they're a quarterback away, bro. What do you think they're... What do you think? I think they coach? need some more... <laughs> Well, yeah. that too at this point. But apparently they're gonna uh they're looking at now they're trying to uh they're looking at um they need Demico, a tight end, Demico Demico Ryan, right? Ryan. they yeah. need a tight end, they need a running back. You don't like Dulcich? I Chill, like fan. Dulcich don't disrespect don't good. disrespect Dulcich. He's all right. I like him. I think he can play. Yeah, I don't Sean Daniels and Fantasy was trying to sell him all year for an RB1. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Yo, smart. I got Dulcich. Fucking smart. I got Dulcich and uh Drake London. And Drake London. <laughs> He's him. I want Derrick Henry and AJ Brown. Yeah. Um but anyway, so Nick, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Oh, you think they need more? They yeah, need a tight need, end. I think they need a tight end. I they think got they Javante. Need, uh, yeah, but coming off an ACL injury, I think you need another running back too. Um, I like to see another wide receiver um, for that offense. I know Jerry Judy's good, but I need to see somebody go across the middle and take those hits. You know what I mean? You got to you got to get somebody that can move the chains. Cortland Sutton's a good player, but his specialty is the 50-50 balls because he's he's such a big target. So. But he he could do it all too. He has he's he has good uh, skill skill set. But I just think they need another wide receiver too. There's a fast wide receiver that can get open and move the chains. I'll tell you this. How about this? What Russell Wilson has needed his whole goddamn career, an offensive line. I'm not gonna hear that. I don't want to hear that. An offense, dude. I don't. He hear was that. sacked five six times a yeah, game I, last year. I, I don't want to hear that though. You want to know why? That's what because he needed his whole Smith damn career to the playoffs. Yeah, he was ass with them when he when he when he retired coaching. last year. He's a dog with it. Coaching. Pete Carroll was awesome, bro. Yeah. It wasn't Pete. It wasn't Pete. Stop. Wasn't Pete. Stop. Yo, I, I, let, I didn't know you like Russell Wilson like this. They let Russ Stop. Cook. I love Russ. They let really? Russ cook. Yeah. I'm, I'll meal. stand by Russell Wilson. He's, He's gonna burnt be, the meal, bro. You're gonna tell me that Pete Carroll didn't have anything to do with fucking Geno Smith being like. At, at That's what, what I'm saying. Russell he's Wilson a pro bowl. Had, yeah, Russell yeah, had Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. He's saying no last year. And last, last year. Last year. Oh, last year. Last year. Yeah, well, he was, was hurt last year. Broke his hand, didn't he? But he came back. And that's when he, I was he like, came oh, back way too soon. When he, which when he came still back, built, like, when he came back, I was like, he's done. Here's why. Russell Wilson <laughs> was never skipping the ball when he was throwing to the wide receivers. He would hit him right in the hands. He was misfiring the the ball the entire stretch. I saw plays where I'm like, this man is on a decline. That's when I gave my statement. I think Russell Wilson is washed. And this was before the Broncos season. The Broncos season, however, proved me right. Because he was everything but what they got. He was mid. He was ass, bro. Yeah, he was not. Yeah, I'm you not signing somebody. I, he was. Yeah, you, <laughs> you get five years. What do you get? Two hundred and something million dollars. Like two sixty. Two forty five or something like that. Two fifty. Yeah. You gave that man that much money, all that power, just to be brutally ass and get your head coach fired. Yo, imagine trading Russell sorry, Wilson, bro. getting back three first rounders, and you traded your worst quarterback. Yeah, you guys are fucking nuts. I'm taking Gino right now. Over Russell still? Nah. But again, 
We'll why? see. You talked the, about the offensive he's line. He's ass, dude. I will never. I will sit here all night and tell you Geno Smith is ass. I don't think he's ass. He's ass. I just think he has. He's a, been ass his whole career. He's going to continue to be ass. I just think he had a good opportunity. He ain't right back with, yet, though. With, with, uh, he, ain't right back, man. he had he had a good opportunity with Pete Carroll, and he perfect situation. It was a, yeah, yeah. I'll, but, yeah. I'll give you that. But he he, he displayed Geno's talent, though. Yeah. He brought the best out of Geno Smith. So when you talked about the the offensive line with Russell Wilson, I heard that shit in Seattle, and Geno Smith went to went to the playoffs with Seattle, that same team. So my thing is, what else? What what's the other excuses with, with uh, Russell Wilson? You boys with, washed with, up. without without the Legion <laughs> of Boom. What has he done since mid? Since he threw that interception to Malcolm Butler in the Super Bowl, what has he done since? Well, he got his own office. He got parking spots. He started dating Sierra. He did. He dated a celebrity and became a celebrity. That's my question. He did high knees on the plane. Yeah. Like, the, the man's goofy. He's corny. The players ain't going to buy into that. If my quarterback... <laughs> Is doing high knees on the airplane. I'm I'm not rocking with this. You would no be more, the dude though when everybody's sleeping. You would get up and do high knees. Me? You would do high. I knees. would never do some corny shit like that, bro. Shit. Don't pay me to the public that. like I'm a cornball. I ain't a cornball. He's telling the public I'm a cornball. I ain't no, that. I, you think I don't that's rock corny? Like that, you think that's corny? What? He was getting in shape. High knees on the plane, motherfucker. Rest, and then when we land, you could do your high he knees. Getting in shape, bro. The players were were sleeping on the plane. They woke up to the man doing high knees in the middle of the aisle. Could you imagine what you is that? A nap and you woke up and one of your no. teammates was next to you doing high knees sweat. Like, yo, shit. sit the fuck down. I, yeah. can't, I can't rock with somebody like that. I can't. That's corny behavior, fair, man. Fair I don't enough. give a fuck what anybody says. Corny behavior, bro. What do, uh, what do you think about A.J. Brown um, pouting a little bit about his touches against the Giants? Go ahead. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. I, show. I, I think, personally, and I thought about this, every... Wide receiver one is a diva. Agreed. Every single one of them. Yep. I disagree, but go ahead. You you look at any of them. Tyree Kill, a diva. He wanted money, get paid, see it. Stephon Diggs, you're going to tell me he's not a diva? Justin Jefferson's probably the freaking head diva. Mm-hmm. All of them. I, we can go off. All, all the number ones on every team, they're divas. What about Mike Evans? Yeah. Uh, well, mm. is he the one there? What? Cool, man. Well, I don't think Godwin's a diva either. Even if you were to okay, yeah, Godwin that's I'll give them two or two. I'm not Mike Evans is a diva too. Tom divas. Brady, he's a diva too. Culture, fam, culture. I do agree with you. Fair because Mike Evans could have blew up on Tom Brady at any point in the season and didn't. Didn't show up as quarterback. He had his quarterback's back when he was arguing with the Saints guy. Pushed him and got he got ejected and yeah. he got suspended. Well, that's, for him. that's him and Lattimore. They always but go had his it. back. That's called culture. That's yeah. called being behind your guy no matter what. I don't care if he throws three picks. I'm gonna lift my guy up because I'm going to war with that guy any day of the week. I have no choice. He's on my team. I have to do it. You know, I'm a team player. You know what's weird though about that? Because like I ne- I never thought AJ Brown was like that. It was so weird to see him on the sidelines doing that. But like you got to understand in that moment, like. They were running the shit out of the ball. Like you blew them. You had a second round bye. Like bro, you got a week of rest. Yeah. Now you're ready to go against the 49ers. And the 40, no, they can't double you. Devontae Smith is a wide receiver one. And if they try and double AJ Brown, Devontae Smith is going to bully who's ever over there, or they're going to run the ball down your throat. So, because it takes guys out of the box and things like that, there's nothing you can do. And honestly, at this point, I like that that happened because I think it's going to come out and you're going to get an AJ Brown game on, on Sunday. I think I just it was weird of me to see that because I never saw that from him. Yeah. Well, he did it in Tennessee. 
I'm saying with the like, Eagles. Uh, with, with the Eagles, Eagles. yeah. That's because, like, Hurts and him, like, that. Hurts is the yeah. godfather of his baby. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, it was just weird to see that because they were saying, like, maybe he was hurt or something when he was just sitting there kind of looking around. And then it was just, it came out that it was like he only had three catches for 25 yards or whatever it was, 22 yards. So, I thought it was, I thought it was weird. Yeah. My Like I said, my thing is just, I just think most number, like, big number one receivers like that who get paid the money to, they want the ball. Yeah, obviously. bro. Like not for nothing. So you're gonna act like a diva. That's you got just twenty happen. million dollars. You went out there. You caught three catches. Yeah, your jersey's clean. Yeah, exactly. And you're rested up now to 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 bust the 49ers. Yeah. I so. get it. I hate it, but I understand it because he's just a competitor and he yeah. wants to contribute. But when your team is 38, you want 38 to seven. Why are you pouting, bro? That's what I'm saying. This about. is your first championship game you've been in, right? Or is it second, second. one? Second, right? Second. Yeah. He went to the Tennessee Chiefs. against the Chiefs. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. But you're on the way to the NFC Championship game. You're you're locked up. You got your contract. The fuck you bitching for, bro? Because Devontae Smith had six catches for 61 yards and 10 targets. You only had six targets. That's what you're that's what you're complaining about, really. You guys won the game. It should be a fun fashion. At, it yeah. should be a fun atmosphere. You're in Philly, the crowd's rocking, everybody's behind you, and you're on the bench. Pouting when your teammates are happy as hell that they just busted the Giants' ass to get a playoff win. Like, yo, playoff wins aren't easy to come by. Well, unless you're playing the Giants. Got it. But what I'm saying is they're not easy to come by. Enjoy the moment. Yeah, I agree. But I was shocked to see the that. competitive edge. I see it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah fuck, I want to contribute too, man. Like, I want to be a part of this. But, but he again, has a chance to next week. My thing is, though, is like, again, we talked about this with Stefan Diggs. Like, don't do that. You could do that in the locker room. Like, yo, get me the ball. Do it at halftime. Yeah. Like, yo, get me the ball. Or just go sit next to him, and you don't have to sit there, you know, just sitting there looking like you're – like, literally, like you're pouting. So – but I agree with you. I think most of those wide receivers are divas. Yeah. So, I mean, that just comes with the territory, essentially. But, all right, guys, moving on to game one of NFL Championship weekend. 49ers at the Eagles. Eagles minus two and a half. That line has not moved. Crazy. I'm shocked that by that, one. to be honest. Um – Starting it off, Peter King says if he were to start a franchise, he would choose Brock Purdy over Jalen yeah. Hurts. <laughs> you know what? Peter King's a highly respected guy. Yeah, he's high, all right. Yeah. That was so what? what he's smoking. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to smoke what he's smoking if, if he's saying uh, sentences like that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't want that. I'm good. He's smoking that Delta 8. Yeah. <laughs> gas station. Gas station stuff. <laughs> um, what do you think about that? Would you take would you take Brock Purdy? <laughs> I, I don't even I, I was I'm like I'm in shock that he would say something like the this. nerve, the audacity. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Real shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like what did he see that he feels that way? Seven games of Brock Purdy or a whole season of Jalen Hurts after taking a massive, massive leap the previous year. What did he see? Seven games, dude. Brock Purdy, you put him on the Packers, they're not. He's not winning three games. I just thought of this. He's not winning three games, bro. The Niners are constructed to win now on both sides of the ball, regardless of who's quarterback. If you look at Brock Purdy's stats, you look at Jimmy G's stats, they're almost the same. They're very similar. So he doesn't have to do much. Jimmy G never had to do much in San Francisco. He just had to manage the game. That's exactly what he's doing. Jalen Hurts can actually run. He has leadership. He can he can throw the ball really well. Like he could do it all. He's a leader on on that team. So for me, I, I'm shocked. 
I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I'm shocked. Uh, uh, Ryan, go ahead. I'm looking for something. I think he's just, what he's saying is uh, I'll take Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> that's yeah. what the fuck it is. Like you know, so, like that it was that's like a the, come on. Do that's you remember the, because... what was the Thursday night game that the 49ers played and won? Was it against the Chargers? I think it was the Titans. Well, I forget who it was. Or no, the Titans, I think, beat them that game. I just remembered this. I posted a TikTok that night. Nick, you'll remember it. I was sitting here. And I said on there, I said, it's taken all of three games for the entire NFL and media world to believe in Brock Purdy. Yeah. But Jalen Hurts <clears throat> comes out this year as an MVP favorite and won 14 out of his first, 13 out of his first 14 games. It was Seattle. And the me- Seattle. And the media still doesn't believe in him. What is that? I mean... There is no there is no merit behind saying you would take Brock Purdy right now over Jalen Hurts. There's nothing. There is. It's 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 clickbaity, bro. I mean, Peter, but you said it yourself though. Peter, it's not like Peter views a nobody. Understood. But it's a very popular opinion that Brock Purdy is a franchise quarterback because based on how he played his first seven games. And you heard what Chris Sim said too? Sorry, go yeah, ahead. I saw Chris, Chris Sims said he would he he would take Daniel Jones as a passer over Jalen Hurts, which sure, is right. fucking blasphemy. He well, my brother said it perfect. He's all in at this point. He just has to keep back. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was he didn't have a rank in the top forty. Yeah, I know. And there's thirty two quarterbacks that play in the league. Yeah, that's insane. So yeah, and I think Kirk Cousins or something was like eight. Wasn't was Minshew ahead of him? <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> he was too. He was like thirty nine. Chris Sims, like he's a whole asshole, bro. Because he ripped <laughs> Tom Brady too, bro. And it's like, fam, what did you do in your career? Yeah, you couldn't even call the plays at practice if you saw the the clip online that's been floating around. Yeah. With the Bucks, with the Buccaneers, he yeah. call plays of practice, and Gruden's calling him like a fucking dumbass. I'm like, looking at him right now. He looks like somebody from Baywatch <laughs> with this bright blonde hair. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say you could probably argue that Jalen Hurts is like one of the top five guys you're gonna start a franchise with. We just were talking about that the other day, right? I was saying, like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, you could. I said, right? I said, and uh, I'll ask you this, um, not to go too far, but I said, right now, if you were to say you can start a franchise with Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts, I feel like you would have to think twice about that. I really do. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how in a that, way, in a way. Yeah. I mean, I'm still taking Josh Allen, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's man. why I'm saying, like, you can probably sit there and say, I, I mean, other than Mahomes, like Burrow, Josh Allen, it's probably Jalen Hurts and like maybe Justin Herbert, like one of those two. Uh, Herbert, right? got, Herbert got a lot to prove. He's an excellent talent, yeah, but, but he's also been fucked with his. Uh, I don't know. I'm a big I, Herbert guy, so I like, I like Herbert. I think he's I a like really Herbert good too. player. My issue is with Herbert. I just like you're I think he's he he's got us he's got to start to win. Right? Yeah. And especially now, like 27-0 blown lead. Like, bro, you you that's you have yeah, to wear that yeah, until you, yeah. you win you a have playoff. That's my game. beef. Like you're, yeah. you're too talented and you have a good enough team to win a playoff game. Yeah. And you haven't done so. But the Josh Allen J- Jalen Hurts thing, you can probably even argue they're almost like besides Josh Allen's arm, they're the same player. Who? Similar Josh skillset. Allen and Jalen, similar Except skillset. Jalen yeah. Hurts takes better care of the ball. Yes, absolutely. So that's that's where uh, I get. It. I see what you're saying. I can see where you're coming that's from there. What I was absolutely. About. Like Josh Allen's the the has the stronger arm. They're very similar running styles, except Josh Allen's more powerful. Yeah, runner, he's bigger. I say. Um, but Jalen Hurts takes better care of the ball. So I feel like that could be an interesting, an interesting dynamic. But I would say the top three quarterbacks that you would start a franchise with right now, that most people would say would be Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow. Yeah. Maybe Trevor Lawrence might sneak in there because he had a pretty good year. I mean, but five touchdowns, five interceptions in the playoffs, and then Herbert, like you said, yeah. but Hertz deserves to be in that three to six. He's in there, no matter. He has. To, he's he, like you said. Come on, 
See, they I, lost the two games without him, right? Yeah. Was yeah. 14 1 this year, 13 yeah. 1? Like, come on. I know you, you say, you know, you take care of the ball, and I totally get it. The turnovers kill him. But yeah. there's something to be said about his skill set that he's a gunslinger. He's willing to take those chances down the field because he can. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he has the arm. Sometimes it doesn't work out for him, which allows the other team to possess the ball. Yeah. But I feel like it comes with his skill set. It's it just, it's like one of those things that, like, it's a gift and a curse. Absolutely. That's I do. That's the best way to say it. That it is because his his biggest asset is his biggest weakness. Yeah. Yes. That's, That's exactly what it is because his biggest asset is his athleticism and his freakish skill. It's almost like an ego thing. But his athleticism and his freakish skill make him vulnerable when he starts running outside the pocket and goes off script. It's like an ego thing. He's like, oh, yeah, I could do this. I could throw it well, for 70 that's yards. Why, but that also plays into the point of he needs to learn this offseason or soon, whenever, he needs to learn to take the six-yard pass when the six-yard pass is there. Because if he starts taking those six-yard passes, all that's going to do is now open up the 50-yard bombs. Then that opens up for him to run more. And then maybe he could run out of bounds as opposed to getting hit by a linebacker. So, yeah, well, my thing is he's been in the league for five years and he hasn't done that, what you're saying. But my thing is that's a part of coaching, too. Yeah, Correct. The coaching should be like, yo, Absolutely. Take, take what the defense is giving you. And when we could take our shots down, you know, down the field, <laughs> we will do so. Yeah. We got Gabe Davis. Exactly. We got Stephon Diggs. Let's take our shot now. It's the perfect opportunity to game. But when you're throwing deep, you know, 60-yard passes on third and two, like, yeah. you're not putting your team in the best position to succeed because it's a low percentage completion. Yeah. That's my problem. On a short, on a manageable third. Yes. On a manageable third down. That's why I love uh, Jalen Hurts. I he, I mean, he's, this is his second year? Third? Second starting. Second starting. Second starting, third year. And he does everything that you're supposed to do as a quarterback. Slides. Everything. He, he literally looks like he's been in the league for five years now. Because And know, it could, like you said, coaching, obviously. But I've been a Jalen Hurts fan since fucking he was at Alabama. Like, I I, all, I used to tell it. all my friends, I'm like, they, everyone hated that draft pick. I was like, dude, this kid's a fucking winner. Like, he's a... Like, Robert used to say it to me all the time. And it's crazy because I hated Hurts, but it was because I was such a big Wentz fan because I rooted yeah. so hard well, for Carson yeah, Wentz. I mean, that's all, all Philly I liked, fans, man. I liked Carson Wentz so much, and I thought they did him dirty. But it's like... Jalen Hurts is just an awesome leader. Like I love Jalen Hurts. Man. Yeah, I really do. He's Absolutely. just he's a leader of men. But um, now we're getting to the snubs. Yeah, that shit's wild. Nick Sirianni, coach of the year snub. Uh, Hassan Reddick, defensive player of the year snub. Brandon Graham, comeback player of the year snub. Who do you think is the biggest snub out of those three, and why? For me, it's Brandon Graham. Why? He had a he had a career year off a of torn Achilles, and he's thirty four or thirty five. I mean, I can make you can make arguments for all of them. I'm just saying, like Brandon Graham was awesome this year. He was awesome, dude. No denying it. Who do you got, Ryan? I'm gonna say Sirianni. I mean, I, I feel like how, how can how can you not what he's done with this team? I mean, a hell of a GM. He just won GM of the year or whatever it was. Too, I'm pretty sure he was named GM Howie. Howie. But what he did with Jalen Hurts this year, the the year he had. I mean, he's he doesn't get hurt. He probably wins MVP. So I'm going, I mean, how, how can you not even like be a finalist? I know. And I you're a number one seed. You're you, 14 and three. You dominated. You, you don't, you've been the best team in the league all year. And nobody ever like wanted to admit that. Coming from a Chiefs fan and the biggest Patrick Mahomes fan I know. 
Oh, I mean, it was. I'm a realist too, yeah. cause like <laughs> I'm gonna go with Hassan Reddick. He's a beast. I dude, mean, bro, man. you're talking about 17 games played. He had 16 sacks. It's almost one sack a game. That's an impact on your team. Every one of his stats was bigger than Micah Parsons. Yeah, yeah. he's been amazing, bro. He's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Micah, Micah, um, Micah Taylor. Excuse me, he's Lawrence Taylor. All right, bro, <laughs> but yo, he is really good. good. I ain't, I'm not gonna trash Micah Parsons on this. I'm not trash. He's him. really, really, really good, yeah. bro. Like, when you watch him on the TV, bro, that man is all over the field. He averaged less than half a sack over, like, the last five games of the season. Yeah, but the impact elsewhere doesn't it didn't matter because he has an impact on that team. Like, he's know, around I know, the football. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I just I got like, it. I got it. Because that's that's how we grade people based on their sacks and shit. Yeah. Like, pause. Whoa. Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> that, that came off way <laughs> wrong, dog. <laughs> yeah, real shit. <laughs> Cut the record, Bill. Uh, but yeah, 16 sacks. Um, he was dominant this year, man. I mean, come on. How, how is he not listed? He's number two in the league in sacks behind Bosa. And Bosa had a fantastic year. He might. He's probably the defensive player of the yeah. year. And I, I'm not going to argue that. But Hassan Reddick should be in that argument. To be second in the league in sacks, that's that, that's amazing, bro. The Eagles' whole that's amazing. Was just I think people awesome. just hate Philly. Yeah, me too. They're going to hate us. Real shit. Course, like, I think but people just hate Philly. makes sense. The snubs are... Everybody knows the Eagles are a good team. So it helps the players around him to make that leap. You know what I mean? Like Brandon Grant helped Reddick. Reddick helped Grant. Vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so that's why I feel like they got snubbed in that regard because they actually have help where other players don't have that help on the other side of them. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like that actually matters. But the Sirianni thing doesn't make any sense. He had the best record in the NFL and he took Jalen Hurts to a new height in terms of quarterback play yeah and arguably the mvp this year not saying he is um but for the first 14 weeks absolutely was the mvp absolutely was can i ask you guys a question yeah the comeback player of the year right why why this is uh why is Geno Smith a finalist for a comeback player of the year? Second cause? person that said that in about the yeah. last two days. We were just topic. talking about that in our in our group chat. What do what you... Why? Because he was asked to pass 10? <laughs> he sounds like Justin, dude. That's crazy. The no, real shit, though. No, I, I get what you're saying, but that team was projected to win three games because they were losing almighty Russ. So why isn't Pete Carroll a finalist for coach of the year? That, that, well, they only won nine games. But What the Giants win? I, I, and that's a fair point, actually. I don't disagree with that statement, yeah. Brian. Go that's ahead. actually yeah. a fair point. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. Actually, I didn't. Th I didn't look at it like that, but right because Day Ball is like one of the favorites to win it now, right? Yeah, him is. and Shanahan. It's it's uh, Shanahan, Day Ball, and Doug Peterson. It's New York. It's sexy. That's what it is. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Right. That's the market you're, you're right. in. Good Seattle's point. not a sexy market. I'm serious. That's a good point because I didn't I didn't think of it on that level, but he didn't win. Like I mean. You can't be coach of the year winning nine games, bro. Like that's crazy. And not for nothing, you went in the year bye week at what six and one? Yeah. And you finished nine, six and one. I told what you what I say. The Giants were gonna implode. Yeah. <laughs> I was right I, about that. I know. I, I was just thinking about it earlier. That's all. No, I, I just feel like Geno Smith was in that or you know, favored to win it because they expected them to be really, really bad. Yeah. And they just came out of left field and it was like, okay, is this team good? And they were for a little bit, but it sucks because they were what five and two or six and two like the giants and mm -hmm. gino they kind of slipped but and gino slipped that money right out of his hand because if they win 10 11 games yeah he's getting paid he's getting paid 
I don't think he slipped the money out of his hands because he made the playoffs, though. That's a that's a that's a pretty good accomplishment. But they needed help. It's not like they yeah. made the playoffs on their own. They needed the Lions to to win that game. But he got them in position to be that. In Correct. That, in that, yes. Yeah. I got spot. you. Yeah. So like I, I don't. Yeah. So I can't. I can't. You don't think that Geno should be in that conversation? Because it's funny because uh, no, the dude that was saying it earlier said, "What did he come back from?" Being that's what I mean. On the bench? Like like Brandon Green came back from what an ACL injury, right? Mr. McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, Barkley, who's uh, is a Barkley, finalist, yeah. obviously. What the fuck did Geno Smith come back from? I know being and a backup I, quarterback. I, I, that's my only thing. Like, the, uh, listen, I'm not gonna. He had an unbelievable year. Obviously, like you just said, like yeah. nobody, they people ex, like said they were gonna be the worst team in the league. Yeah, people said that. Like, yep. But I just don't see why he's he's a finalist. I, I love it though. Yeah, it's yeah, cool story and all, but like they're gonna be ass next year if he's their quarterback. You think? Yeah. Come on, man. We keep receipts on this podcast. You don't keep believe in, you don't believe in Gino? Hell no. I think he's a bridge. I think he's a guy that's going to hover around seven, eight wins, yeah. nine wins, maybe until he's they get their quarterback. He's a serviceable that's guy. What he is. That's exactly what he is. Like I think they're if if him and Daniel Jones, if you, I, I mean, for the Eagles' sake, I hope they give him four or five years for. Oh. And they have no choice. Yeah, but I just like for me, those are bridge guys. I mean, who's to say Seattle's not going to draft one of the quarterbacks this year? Agreed. They have that, what, they're top five pick, don't and, they? Yeah, and they Because they, they have Denver's pick? Because they have Denver's pick. I think they have the fifth or sixth pick. They can move up. They they're have drafting the a quarterback. Yeah. Like I, if CJ Stroud, which I don't which think. Which I don't, I don't, I don't think that whoever, if they do draft a quarterback, he's going to come in and play over Geno because they'll probably, you know, yeah. serviceable quarterback. But he's not their guy. Uh, yeah. Keep maybe. that shit right here. Receipts. It'll be kept. I I I I like the idea of it. Um, to be because you got to think about mentally. This guy's thinking his career is done. He didn't. He was a high. He was a high draft pick with the Jets. Went to the Giants for a year. Then he went to where did he go after that? He went somewhere else, didn't he? The the Jets for a while. Jets. He went to the Giants, and then he went to was it Seattle? Is that his third team? Yeah, he's been with Seattle for a couple well, years. Has I think. he been with four teams? Nah, he's been with Seattle for a while because okay. he was Russell Wilson's backup. He was with the Jets, Giants, he was with the Giants for a year. Yeah, and I think he was with one other team, Chargers. Chargers. He yep. was with the Chargers. Yeah, sure. I think he was with the Chargers or for was, a year because I think I think you're thinking of Tarod Taylor. Maybe he was with the Chargers. I thought he Remember, he got hurt and Herbert came in. Though. I could. Be, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just off the top of my um, head. But yeah, no, like even in spot nine, duty last year. I oh, know. Wait, never mind. Sorry. Even in spot duty last year, I think he played pretty well. And then this year, he showed that he was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, bro, I, I'm not going to take it away from him. Absolutely. Three and thirteen. So yeah, the I mean, idea, they, that was that's the worst record in the NFL by far, right? So my thing is comeback player of the year. Like, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it was the Chargers. I was right. 2018. <laughs> then he played. Then he got signed by Seattle. He's been there since 2020, and. I like the idea because this guy has been a journeyman after being a second round pick with the Jets, starting quarterback um, under Rex Ryan, I believe, right? Yes. And this guy was a journeyman pretty much after the Jets. Three, three, three teams, Giants, Chargers, and Seattle. My thing is, do you know how mentally strong you got to be to train every single day Keep your body in tip-top shape. Study the playbook. Stu- study film, just for an opportunity that he just got, and the fact that he got the opportunity and seized the moment 
prepared for that moment, that's amazing. That's a comeback player of the year candidate because you came back from in the dumps. Nobody was talking about you. Nobody took you serious. Nobody gave you a chance. Nothing. But when he got his opportunity, he shined. That's a comeback player of the year for me. I know what you mean with the injuries. You think it's an injury-driven award. Correct, Ryan? Uh, that's what it's, what it's been for a while, right? I mean, yeah. for the most part, it's usually someone who tears their ACL, comes back, and has a crazy... But you got to those awards are a lot of story-based. Yeah, But you got to exactly. understand, football which, is That's Geno Smith, which I can see there. That. Football is two things. Physical and mental. The mental part is is definitely plays a factor in that. That's where I think that's where the comeback player of the year award goes to. Physical and mental. Well, he didn't write back. He didn't write back. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Now, if Russell Wilson goes out and balls next year and he's an MVP candidate, <laughs> should he be the comeback player of the year? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. But I'm just saying. <laughs> but, like, nobody was talking about Geno Smith. And the fact that he won nine games for a team that was projected three, hats off, bro. Yeah. You got my vote. Who do you think has more on the line this weekend, Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts? Hurts. So I, I believe absolutely. Him. I think so too because if he makes a Super Bowl in his contract year, no fifth round option, he is going to get paid, paid, <laughs> paid. Like Brock Purdy's only making like six hundred thousand. Dude, he's a, th- a third string quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, come on. The, the, Jalen Hurts is your franchise. To, to say that it he it's no matter what. doesn't mean more for him than Brock Purdy. Who might not even be their starter next year? Which it might mean more for, and like it, it, it might mean for him personally. For Brock Purdy, <laughs> all it's going to do is it's going to you're going to be able to ride the Mister Irrelevant thing. Yeah, last pick in the draft got them here, but for me, like Jalen Hurts, like you said, he is that franchise yeah, right now. It's He's his the team. Face of the Eagles. his team. So for him to get to the Super Bowl in just his second year after making the playoffs, I mean that's incredible progress. I know a guy number seventeen. He made the made the Super Bowl yet. <laughs> Oh shit! Dream that. Uh-huh. And he got he got five years. Yep. This motherfucker. What you think? Anyway, <laughs> I disagree from the both of you. I got Brock Purdy. He has more to lose. Here's why. What you talking about? I said who's got more on the line? Oh, more to lose. Yes. What was the question? So he's more got on more on the line. More on the line. He's got more on the line. Hmm. Absolutely does. Yeah. If he doesn't win this game, <laughs> if he doesn't win this game, the Niners are going to look elsewhere. What? They could. They very well could. The door, the door will open. But we were just talking about this. They were saying about the Panthers. They're not hiring an interim head coach for one game. And now Brock Purdy, seven and zero, gets you to the <laughs> NFC Championship game, and they're going to get rid of him if you don't make the Super Bowl. The door will be open. Rookies are zero and four in the NFC Championship game, soon to be zero and five. Open for what? They're open. They're open for other opportunities. Absolutely, you have Trey Lance on your roster. Mid. What are you going to do with him? He's ass. Well, you. Well, you they got they need somebody to fill up the waters. You drafted him third overall. You got you gotta explore that. There, do you have an investment there? So you think if he if he loses this game, they're gonna explore elsewhere? They could. I think it opens the door for with them Jimmy to G and a Trey Lance still there. Yes, absolutely. That opens the door for opportunities. If he wins this game, are you trying to get to Tom Brady going to San Fran right now? No, I don't believe in that theory. He actually doesn't because we discussed that last. Okay. Time. Okay. What I think because I'm just looking at Tom Brady behind. He has him. more to lose yeah. if he wins the championship game. Brock Purdy, he was good this year. He will have more opportunities throughout the league if it doesn't stick with San Francisco. Who? Brock Purdy. He will have an opportunity for years to come because he made the Super Bowl. I can't. I That's can't exactly why I think that. Well, he was Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. If he loses, <laughs> he only won up to the divisional game. I know he went to the championship game, but he didn't close the door. 
Jimmy G lost the Super Bowl and they wanted to kick him out. Scream that shit. So that's now, a good point. Yeah. So now my thing is, right. even if he, if so, if he loses, the opportunity is going to be there for for them to explore other options. In my opinion, because if they were willing to kick out Jimmy G, who took him to the Super Bowl, took him to two NFC Championship games, right? Two, yeah. two, and. So what makes you think they're going to stick with Brock Purdy if he loses his game? I, I don't have any faith in that. So for him, more is on the line. Jalen Hurts, who you said it, he's their franchise guy. He ain't going nowhere. So if he loses, it's a blemish on his record. But yet he could turn around next year with the same squad and run it back. I thought they said that Jimmy G was – I mean, uh, Brock Purdy was going back as a starter. Yeah, they already – I'm pretty sure. I saw that too. That's the reports. Yeah. It, it's, it's early on. I got you. Because yeah. if they get blown out in, in, in this game, they're absolutely the door is uh, open. When? Absolutely, when? bro. When? Huh? When they get blown out? Yeah, maybe. So, so you, you, you said you think Brock Purdy is going to have other options somewhere else, right? I think it opens a door where if San Francisco were to to move off of him and they don't want to name him a starter and they have him as a backup because he can he can he could step in and provide that you know insurance, then I think other teams would knock on the door and and try to trade for him. Absolutely. Even if he loses? Yes. So why does this game really mean more no, to him? Well, I'm saying if he wins. Oh, so, so you're saying if he wins. He needs to win. Okay. In my opinion, for other opportunities to open up the door. I think he still will get opportunities. I don't think it would be as lucrative as if he if, if he were to win this game. Because then you, then you have a Super Bowl appearance on your resume. Yeah, you made a championship game, but a lot of bum quarterbacks have made a championship yeah, game. Yeah, absolutely. Ryan Tannehill, Mark Sanchez. for example. Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> Mark Sanchez. You said it yourself. <laughs> so my thing is, yeah, if Jalen Hurts is the guy, he has way more opportunities and he will be here for a long time. Whereas mm. Brock Purdy could be a flash in the pan and that's it. But wasn't like for like going into the season, Eagles fans worried that Jalen Hurts wasn't the guy? I was not. I was uh, not I one of them. It's been, it's been a conversation before, yeah, it was, right? We actually talked about it on here because people were saying that, like they were saying he needs to win a playoff game yeah. in order to secure it. And my my fight back on that was, well, why do players like him need to wear win a playoff game? But players like Kyler Murray get to have get to be trash for, for the first two years, then start out seven and oh, not win their division, and get buried in their first playoff game. And then all of a sudden they can cry for 200 bills. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? Like, no, I don't understand that. And I always thought Jalen, I think Jalen Hurts, it's I thought I said this before. Jalen Hurts is better than Kyler Murray by a pretty sizable margin. That's not even like an argument. Yeah, it's not even an argument. He's better. I just think like with Jalen Hurts for me, um, I just man, like he's got everything in front of yeah. him. Yeah. That's what that's what that's what it is for me, where I'm like, this game is this is big for him. This Did is huge take the for Eagles him, man. To their third Super Bowl, yeah, in the two thousands, like that's big time shit. That magnitude, yeah, I, I, of course. It's, and it's, it's Philly. That's big. what it is. Yeah, it's, it's, is it's hard he to play be a, in Philadelphia. He can be a made man. You real shit. In three weeks, he could be. He a can made have a man. statue built. He's a legend. The magnitude is big. I get it. But Brock Purdy has more on the line. Jalen Hurts, if he loses his game, he's still going to be the Eagles' quarterback. He's still going to have AJ Brown. He's still going to have Dallas Goddard. Still going to have Devontae Smith. He's going to have his guys back. I see your points now. I, I see what they you're saying. Might, they might lose some free agents. That's just the nature of the of the business. But he still has his team left. Whereas Brock Purdy, he is still somebody that's trying to prove it. Whereas Jalen Hurts already proved it this year. Seven yeah. games is not a is not a big enough sample size to give the keys to the franchise, in my opinion. That's why this game means more to Brock Purdy. Gotcha. Fair. All right, guys. Keys to the game for both teams and our predictions of what happens. Um, for me, the keys for 
the Eagles are to, you need to just get out and be on full attack mode. I would run the ball. I would take your shots. Don't be scared of them and go right at them. And I think for the Eagles, the biggest thing is, is Dallas laid the blueprint last week. Blitz the shit out of Brock Purdy and make him beat you. I know it's easier said than done, but blitz the shit out of him. The crowd's going to be loud, get into their heads. And for me, uh, for the 49ers to win, thoughts and prayers. Because that's what's going to happen. Because look, this isn't a second round bye. It's not. But you know what it is? It's a layover before we take flight and go to Arizona for the Super Bowl. Because we're going to bust their ass. I'm talking 27, I'm going to say 27 14. 31 31 16 something like that we're, we're gonna we're gonna end this we're ending the brock purdy stuff on sunday at about 6 30 we'll be ready to go the eagles are going to smack the 49ers and i cannot wait for this to happen it's just a little layover ryan i'm gonna go yeah all right so if i'm san fran just stick to what's got you there that's it run the fuck run the shit out of the ball We'll be ready. Feed CMC, feed CMC, feed CMC. Get the ball out of your hands, Brock Purdy. Get the ball out of your hands. Okay? That's it. That's all you can do. Now, Eagles, the Niners have really bad, sec- in my opinion, their cornerbacks stink. Their, their cornerbacks don't get exposed because their line is so good. Their exactly. Their front seven but is amazing. amazing. Our front, but our linemen can negate that. Yes. Rush. And that that's, I don't think the Eagles are going to be able to run the balls like they did against the Giants against San Fran. I don't, I don't think that's like a crazy statement to make either. That's important, right? But use AJ Brown. He's got to show up. That's, that's right there. Agreed. Have his big body ass just go up against. Tarvarius Ward, whose ass, trust me, I know all about him. He's trash. <laughs> yeah. Attack his ass. Just like the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith did with DK Metcalf, right? Number one, right? On the Seven defense. or whatever the fuck his name is. Is it one? No, one no. One's what? Tarvarius is seven, I think. Seven? Yeah, the other Ward's one. Yeah, Tarvarius. Yeah. Trash. Attack Bro. him. AJ Brown, I really think this is an AJ Brown. It's his Brown game. game. I think it's an AJ Brown. That's game. my key. And I, I don't think that they can mess with him to be honest. And with Jalen Hurts, you have a running quarterback. Use your legs. Yeah. And and like I said, last week, they had a second round bye. He didn't really get hit. He didn't take any punishment last week. Can I get my score prediction real quick? Go ahead. 17-14 Eagles. Oh, you got really low score. Yeah. Alright. I agree with Ryan. <clears throat> Everything the Niners have done the last seven games with Purdy, you continue to do. You run the football, you get after the quarterback, and that's it. That's their recipe. They create turnovers. Ooh. How did the Niners? Sorry. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. The reason the Niners beat Dallas last week was due to turnovers. Dak threw two picks. They got two field goals and winded up mattering in the game. The Eagles need to protect the ball. Jalen Hurts does not make a lot of mistakes. Let, let's not make this game be the game he does. That's what worries me. But the Eagles need to run the ball, control the clock, and keep that Niners defense on the field. Gas them. Bring, I, I would do no huddle because if they like to bring the house, now you're going to get Bosa tired and uh, Greenlaw, right? Or who who's on the other end? Um, I think they have Armstead, Armstead who's pretty Armstead, good. Yes. Uh, get those guys tired as hell. Very do good. Hurry up offense and do the RPOs and run it down their throat and then 
that gasses the edge and then that negates the pass rush. You already have a great offensive line. That is how you control and negate a strong defense. Like you said, the Niners corners are pretty, you know, shaky. They can be had. You got AJ Brown. You got Devontae Smith. I expect them to really have a good game. I love the Eagles in this matchup. I think the Eagles are a slam dunk. I think the Eagles are a better team. They have a better quarterback. I think the Niners have a probably a little bit better of a defense, possibly. But the Eagles defense, in my opinion, is a top five unit. They are. They have been all year. They got two. They're they top two. two, two it's them and San Fran, I think. Yeah. And yeah probably. Not for nothing, arguable. It's arguable. This, I, mean, I mentioned this about Daniel Jones. The Eagles had the number one pass defense in the NFL. Make Brock Purdy throw the ball. Yeah, make him Sell beat you. Sell <laughs> out to stop Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell and make Brock Purdy beat you. Avante Maddox should be back. That's huge. That's your corner guy, CGJ. The, the Eagles will handle business. The Eagles will handle business. The Niners do have a number one defense. That's what Cheeks. Yeah. Yep. Shout out Cheeks. I knew that. Thank you for mentioning that too. They do have the number one defense. But the Eagles need to control the clock. Like I said, if they go no huddle and they're successful, the Niners are done because like you're going to tire out their pass rushers. You can expose their corners and you can put, you could put all the pressure on the young quarterback Brock Purdy to go tat for tat for you on the scoreboard. That ain't going to happen in my opinion, not in Philly. It's going to be loud as fuck. going to be cold as shit. It's a weather. It's weather. They're not used to. I know they beat Green Bay. I think it's gonna be. Warm. It's gonna be nice. I know they be, like it's gonna be like fifty. Yeah, it's gonna be really nice. But it's gonna be loud as shit too. Oh right? hell yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know Debo made a yeah, comment. He made some dumb De- comment. Debo made a stupid comment. Like I, these players, they I just for, can't help themselves. I forgot about Why that. Why are you giving I meant to the say opposing teams sure. fans any sort of bulletin board material in a big game? Why would you do that? Why are you setting your team up for failure? When you're doing that, you are poking the bear. And the Eagles fans are going to go after Debo Samuel. You better believe it. Never. They are going to har- harass him. That was the dumbest thing you could have said because that crowd is going to be is already going to be fired up. Rocking. And now you got that saying that that uh, Levi Stadium's as loud yeah. as Philly. No yeah. shot. You're crazy. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Maybe when Montana was there. Yeah. <laughs> right. It wasn't even there. It was in Candlestick. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that was such that. a dumb statement. What I got, the, got? I got the Eagles <laughs> 24 to 13. Right. I think they went by double digits, actually. Yeah, we 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 we're gonna put foot in. I th- I think we're just better. I got them covering by half a point. That's all. I think we're better. I trust I think Vegas. We're better, man. What do you mean think? I think we're better. We I, are better. Look, the Niners aren't they're not as last, bro. I'll tell you what, Greenlaw and Warner, they are stunned. Fred Warner's Monsters. the man, dude. Monsters. I know. He's really Stunt. good. But like I said, hurry up offense, tire out that defense, possess the ball, and let Brock Purdy go. Point for point with you. Oh, go and by toe the way, to toe with him. Don't think Sirianni is not going to be motivated with that coach of the year snub. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because they're all using that as motivation oh, in Grant. there too. Yeah, all, Reddick. Reddick. all of them. All of them. Hassan Reddick. They yeah. want they want they respect. The key of the game is going to be Lane Johnson. How how can his injury hold up against Bosa? Hell yeah. That's where that's going to be a great match. Yeah. I'm looking forward to, that, to see that most. He hasn't let up a sack in in two years. And Nick Bosa leads the NFL in sacks. That's crazy. That's that's the match that I'm looking forward yeah, to the fun. most. So I, it's gonna be a great game. But I got the Eagles winning this. I got the Eagles going to the Super Bowl, and I got Brock Purdy taking a back seat next year with San Fran. 
Love it. All right, guys. Last topic before we get out of here. Bengals at Chiefs. Bengals minus one. That was a typo, Phil. My fault. <laughs> the line moved five <laughs> line times. The Chiefs are favorite now, right? Yeah, the line opened up at Chiefs minus two and a half. Went to Bengals minus two and a half. Now the Chiefs are minus one. We're in Burrowhead, cuz. Burrowhead. I love that. Now, what you say earlier about fucking players talking shit on the other team? Come on. Yep. Well, the problem is, it's for the Bengals. It's all their mid players. <laughs> Eli Apple talks a lot of uh, shit. Yeah, you see him troll the uh, the Bills players. Bro, he's trolling digs. Bro, somebody Damn. said that he's the Patrick Beverly of the NFL on Twitter. He I'm said, like, yo, that's the realest comparison ever. Have a safe travels to Cancun or something like that. I was on like, three. Damn. Um, if he was Bur- fucked up, by the way, with that. No, he he clarified it. He said he wasn't. I don't think he was making fun. That of was his agent that. saying that. I don't think he was making fun You can't of tell me the guy who was putting out tweets was most disrespectful and then put out a tweet that looked like somebody else wrote it. Yeah. Somebody what, else wrote that tweet. What are you talking about? Oh, 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 His oh. His publicist I got you. Yeah. definitely wrote that tweet for Yeah, him. I don't think he meant anything by it, though, to be honest. I don't. I don't think he meant was it. He said, like, Cancun on three. Oh, I saw that. Bang. I saw that, yeah. Bill's players are going to take that as disrespect, and I don't blame them because they look like, yeah. based on the optics, yeah. hey, what the fuck is that about, I got bro? you. So, yeah, I definitely believe that. But what do you think about that? What do you think about this game, Ryan? Where do I start? Come on, man. It's in your your crib. If Burrow beats Mahomes, do you think he's the top dog going into the next season? So I've been thinking about that one a lot. Me too. And I want to say no. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no because... I'm happy you said that. Because you have a Chiefs jersey on. No, I, that's that's not it. It's because I think you're a bean. I'm, I, I'm going to keep it a bean. Yeah, I'm that's man. I'm going to keep it a bean. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And and the reason is 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 it's Mahomes and that's it. And then it's Burrow and then it's this and then it's this. Now, does it start to put some questions into some people's minds? Like, okay, because what he's own three against Joe Burrow, right? He'll be own four. If he's yes, uh, he's going to be. Yeah, he'll be one and three. <laughs> against Joe Burrow. Now, if he goes on four against Joe Burrow, loses back-to-back AFC Championship games, it starts to... I don't... I, I'm not... No, he's not the top dog. No, but Burrow fans will have a leg to stand on. They the will fucking, is. like... Absolutely. Oh, yeah, their their dicks will be rock hard. Yeah. And that's... And and sure. That's regular for me. Go for it. Like, <laughs> you, you... And they have every they have every right to go and sit there and say, okay, well, Joe Burrow is 4-0 against Mahomes. Like, yeah. But if he goes to the Super Bowl and doesn't win the Super Bowl, I don't really give a shit. I actually, dude, I'm going to echo that same sentiment. If he beats Mahomes, I don't think that he's the best quarterback in the NFL. The only way that you can make a fair argument, he's got to win the bowl. Got to. Because at that point, he's one and one in the Super Bowl. So is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has five AFC title games, but he's been in the league for five years. Joe Burrow's only had two healthy seasons. Both of his healthy seasons, he went to the Super Bowl. He's been to the AFC title game, obviously, two straight years now with his two healthy seasons. So I don't think it makes him top dog. But if he wins the Super Bowl, I mean, and he's 4-0 against Mahomes, I mean, not for nothing, but Mahomes' division, they've never won a home game against them. Mahomes has never been on the road in the playoffs. Mahomes still has a lot of things that Burrow needs to accomplish, even though he's got three more years. And now, look, it's impressive. It's impressive that he'll be 4-0 against Mahomes. And he's going to be in the same amount of Super Bowls and possibly have another ring. But I, I, I don't know, man. I, Mahomes has accomplished a lot. 
in this league in five years. He's off to the best five-year start, almost the best five-year start in history. So you gotta you gotta pump the brakes a little bit and and give Mahomes the respect that he's earned right now. I hate I, the, I hate the whole the whole three and thing. Now it, it does it will. I'll say if he wins tomorrow, he's two and He's in two and against the games that really fucking matter. And oh, two I got you. I got you. I'm with you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the other two, sure you beat us, beat them in the regular season, it is what right? It is. Jake DeLone beat Brady three times, or Jake Plummer, whatever the fuck it is. No one yeah. cares, right? Like, yeah. But if he beats him again Sunday and and backs back AFC Champion games, that's where it's like, okay, well now he's two and zero against Mahomes and AFC title. The biggest stages, correct? In in football, yeah. you know what I mean? What do you think, Nick? I think we're looking at a Brady and Manning argument minus the accolades for Mahomes because I look at Mahomes as a Pete and Manning. <laughs> Back then, I'm talking about early 2000s when Brady started coming on the scene. But Brady didn't put up his stats, but he was winning. Burrow's doing both. And what I'm saying is, is that Brady beat Manning six times in a row. So Brady fans, including myself, had a leg to stand on when when it came to arguing against Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning had better stats, but Brady always beat him. That's how I see this matchup. So... If Burrow beats Mahomes, you beat him in back-to-back AFC titles, and if he wins the Super Bowl, I would say Burrow would be the top dog because you have a Super Bowl. I'm sure he would be the MVP, right? Yeah. Most well, likely, you would I, assume. Most yeah. but, I mean, but be careful with Chase because Chase is – Yeah. Most I mean, because here's the thing, too. Chase wins a Super Bowl MVP. You're talking about Chase is the best wide receiver in football. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, is that must be nice to have. Is that yeah. if Brady didn't beat, if Brady didn't beat Manning early in his career, I think Peyton Manning has a couple more Super Bowl rings. Oh, and yeah. That's yeah. how I see this matchup. Whereas Burrow beats him back to back AFC championship games. I think Burrow took away two rings from Mahomes. In my Potentially. Opinion. Yeah, yeah, because who played in the Super Bowl last year was the, the Bengals and the Rams. Like I, I would think the I would take I would take the Chiefs. I'm not betting against Patrick Mahomes, except for when they played the Bucks. That was different. I mean, he's playing oh, against different. the Go. That's different. You're, it's, you're it's completely different. But you can't bet against Brady. But what I would say is you can make an argument that Burrow cost Mahomes two rings to put him at three, and and now you're looking at a Brady situation with Mahomes because now it would have been reversed. But now I think Burrow's playing the Brady role right now if he wins. And then Mahomes will be playing the Peyton Manning role without the Super Bowl that he won earlier. That's my thing. I think Burrow will be the top dog. Do you think it's a 4 0 against the best quarterback in the league and you beat him in two important games back to back years? Do you think it's in his house? And his crib? To me, it's not even the argument. I would take Joe Burrow at number one. Yeah, he's at Mahomes' house. Got his feet up on a coffee table playing with his son. Burrowhead. Yeah, Burrowhead. Look, but, but Mahomes threw for 5,300 yards without Tyree Kill. So That's what that I'm is another Mahomes. argument, too. But when it comes to winning, stats, and execution, Burrow would have the leg up. He went to back-to-back Super Bowls. And oh, he, why? So did Mahomes. Mahomes I, I, went to back-to-back Super because Bowls. Because he beat him four times in a row. And two important games, and Mahomes yeah, is so prime it's, it's too. Two, yeah, this is Mahomes' early years. This is where Mahomes Fair. should be actually winning. It's it's Burrow's really early years. Yeah, he's got a three. Yeah. He's got a three. That's start why line. it reminds me of the Brady and the Manning thing because it's like he took away, like in my opinion, Brady took away some some rings for Manning, yeah. and I now I'm starting to see that could be the case for Burrow. Yeah, in this case, because I think you know if the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. 
maybe they maybe they win, but you can make an argument they're going to win two more rings. Andy Reid is tough to beat against on a bye. So that's where I'm like, I see that comparison now. Do you think it's a legacy game for Mahomes? Because I, like I heard that, and we were like when we were going over topics earlier, we were bullshitting about it, and like I don't know, like it. I think it's a really, I think it's important for Patrick Mahomes, but it's also going to be a weird dynamic if he does lose because like at that point, are you going to see some psyche psyche issues with Mahomes? Like all right, yeah, I'm I'm zero four against this guy, and they're probably going to be meeting in the AFC in the playoffs for the next ten years along with Herbert, Allen, Lawrence, if Rodgers goes there. Or if Brady goes there, whatever. I mean, he won't be there for ten years. But my, it's just like, I like, I'm like split on that because like I kind of feel like it is, and I kind of feel like it's not. But like you said, dude, like you're in the AFC title game, and you know, like I said this before, Mahomes is going to pass Brady, assuming he stays healthy, and all the stats. So Mahomes wants to get into that goat conversation. He's going to need about five rings before you can start. And right now, it looks like with Burrow, he's going to have a lot of trouble. So, like, these are the, like Nick said, the early years is where he needs to jump. He needs to jump on those Super Bowls. And if you lose back-to-back in the AFC title game to Joe Burrow, I mean, you're going to, like, Joe Burrow fans, and like I said, I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan, you're going to have legs to stand on because you're getting the better of Patrick Mahomes right now when Patrick Mahomes has gotten the better of the entire league except for one guy on one team. That's so true. And that's 12 and went New England and, and, and Tampa. I'm going to say no, it's not a legacy game. And for all the reasons that we already said, and he's okay. Like I, you said a perfect thing for him, his psyche. It's, it's a big game. It's going to be a tested. Cause you're going to yes. see like, all right, bro. Like, yes. all right, you're now Owen four against this guy. I what's, agree a hundred percent with that. Where it's like, I can't fucking beat this kid. I, I you can't lost to Brady. And now you're losing. To yeah. So yeah. It's like, all right. You're just beating what, what is going on. Yeah. Now, legacy, no, because he's still going to go on. He's going to break the records. He's won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. He's on his way to win his second MVP. So the legacy part, no, right? Because is Aaron Rodgers a Hall of Famer? Yeah. His legacy, like, come on. Come on. So it's like, I don't don't think it's a legacy game at all, but it's huge for his fucking, his psyche. He's a dumbass. Remember we were talking about earlier? Like, people have certain (laughs) triggers. When he when, when you when he hears Aaron Rodgers, when he hears Josh Allen, the man cringes. Yeah. No, he bro. does. He just like he just completely his mind is like no. turned off away from those players. Phil, put the camera on me. He's a truth teller. Go ahead. I am a Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers truth teller. And the truth hurts. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Joe Burrow has a chance this weekend in his second healthy season to go to more Super Bowls than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Yo, Rodgers has been playing for 20 years. Would you I saw a tweet? And it had something to do. It was it was a product of the system. I don't know if you ever. I've personally have maybe heard this once about Patrick Mahomes being a product of the system of Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, and Andy Reid, mm-hmm. which I don't agree with. I think Patrick Mahomes is a fucking really good quarterback yeah. and very talented. And the thing was, Joe Burrow inherited Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, who you can probably say are that's the best wide receiver core in football. Oh yeah, hands down, no doubt. Yeah, what and. You they're the best wide receiving core in, in football. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have Tyler Boyd. You can probably argue he's one of the best slot receivers in football. I, I talk about it all the time. Right? Tyler Boyd could be a two on any And then mix it. argue Miami, but... Yeah, well, yeah, no, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The trio, like, I got you. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. And then mixing, you can you could probably say he's a top 10 running back. Yep. Yeah. Right? So it's like, 
yeah, Burrow inherited all that. Now I'm not listen. If if Mahomes had those three, he's probably throwing six thousand yards. Without a, I mean, without a right? doubt, I don't even think it's this. I'm not. Now I'm just saying, like, because Joe Burrow's really. I love Joe. I love him, and I fucking hate that I love him because he's fucking right behind me, and I got to play him every goddamn year, <laughs> and, and it's him. it's, it's horrible. Him. But he's not Patrick Mahomes, guys. There's only one fifteen. Fifteen is he's coming Sunday. He's coming fucking. You see how locked the fuck in he is. Talk it. Look at look. Cause 15, they're they're a fucking one point favorite now because of a video they saw him walking off the fucking podium. Fifteen, come on, talk 15, it, King. 15, he's an underdog at home. Nah, say that shit with your chest, bro. Say what you believe and say it into his face. Fifteen is amazing, and he has all the spectacular plays. But from the pocket, what Burrow is Burrow is like for real, for real. Most of most, <laughs> he's, he's Brady esque. He is, bro. Real he shit. Is, I'll, I'll sit here and admit it. He I'm not stands, like he stands in the pocket and picks you apart. Where Patrick Mahomes' highlight reels is when he's running around. Which, which this, this is where this game is going to get tricky because you're probably going to see a whole nother side of Patrick Mahomes that we've never probably seen yet. Yep. And that's a pocket pass for Patrick Mahomes. Now he's yeah. still going to try to do his thing. Yep. Agreed. Got to be careful. He's not going to be able to. He's still going to try cuz that's just he's a competitor. He's a I love I love Mahomes. That's what he bro. is. For real, I do. But I almost sorry. So I had a crazy conversation, crazy thought. In a weird way, I feel like him being hurt kind of like might help the Chiefs in a weird way. And the reason being is because it fucking elevates everybody's game. Oh, you potting. You fucking potting. It elevates everybody's game. Totally agree with you, man. I mean, now it's like defensively, their defense is saying, yo, fellas, we don't have 15 to win this goddamn game. We got to win this goddamn game. Offensive line, we got to protect our quarterback. Everybody's like, that's why, like, I don't like, in the regular season, it was that we were talking shit on the Bengals. These, these, the Chiefs haven't said a goddamn word, and I follow every Chiefs on Twitter. Willie Gay was talking that shit today. I, he didn't even talk shit. Now I saw that too. Uh-huh. They say he. What did he say? He I, was. I, I, I you should have seen him. He was locked in. They said, "How do you feel? Are you impressed with the Bengals? Or what impresses you about the Bengals' offense?" He said, "Nothing." He's locked in. That's nah, it. That's a, that's a dumb statement. That's a problem. But, but yeah, like, but why? He problem. it wasn't like uh, he just said nothing and just asked, wait for the next question. Because it's cap. No everything, shit, it's cap. No about, shit. That's what I'm saying. But that, that's what do you want him to say? Yo, they're fucking. Um, we can't stop yeah. them. Hell no. no he's no, fucking saying. Say, hit that me. That no, right there is that, still, him. He's saying me. I don't give a fuck. I'm ready for them. Nothing no, impresses me. Let's that's, go. That's a, let's that's, go to that's war. That's a bad message. What you should say. You should, and Burrowhead isn't. Say, yo, yeah, they're a good team. Be it's coy. gonna be a great challenge. Be coy. They're gonna be. They're gonna be a tough <laughs> to defend. But you know, we're ready for the challenge. You gotta take the mature route. He did. He did. Nothing. He nothing. Nothing impresses you, really. What do you want him to say? They want the back. He's impressed by the nine. No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the nine. No, what I'm saying is he should say they one. Have a really good team. They're going to be tough to you know to defend against, but we're ready for the challenge. We're ready. That's it. You don't got to say nothing because nothing is disrespectful to what they have accomplished. And, all right, and that's a lot. Fine. For, for, but this, but this, I think this was him kind of sticking up for no one saying anything about the fucking Burrowhead and the fucking Eli Apple who's trash and loves to talk shit on everybody. You don't talk back. You play about He's, it. Yeah. He said that. Shit. You play about it. Nick, you Nick Bowen, he said it. Up your talk. He said it. But don't say nothing. That's stupid. You got to watch You're the interview. Adding, watch the interview. He said it. Watch the interview. You, and, I didn't watch the interview. I'm just going by the He kept a straight fit. He was just, he wanted to leave. He was nothing. Let's nothing. fucking go. All right, guys. So give me your prediction so we can get out of here and roll up. 
<laughs> what you got? What you got, Ryan? Um, twenty-eight, thirteen, Chiefs. Pure domination. I think we crush them, bulldoze them. I think Joe Burrow gets killed. I th- we're not in playing in the snow because we're in Kansas City, who has a very uh-huh. good defensive line. Very good defensive line. Chris Jones, I'm gonna give you stat. You know he doesn't have a fucking a career sack in the playoffs I yet. Do, I do know. Well, that. guess what? He's getting two this weekend. Two. Yup. Uh, Frank, wow. Frank Clark. Uh-huh. Did you know that he's he's top three all time uh, in postseason uh, sacks? Yep, I did. We're right. They're dominant. I'm telling you, we're dominating them. Okay. I don't give a fuck anymore. You got I'm coming. 2813 Chiefs. Wow. You heard it here. Right, so keep wow, that that's, shit. That's a beatdown. So, my preseason prediction: Bengals are going back to the bowl, cause. The Bengals are going back. They're going to beat the Chiefs 100%. Because you got Patrick Mahomes that's hobbled, and they know how to play them. Joey Burrow is starting his his reign in the NFL, and they're going to beat the Chiefs. They're going to beat um, 34 <laughs> 34-27. You must be high. Eagles, Eagles, yo, Eagles, Bengals was my preseason pick for the Super Bowl. We got it documented. We can go back and view it. Eagles, Bengals in the Super Bowl. Mine was Niners, Chiefs. So, no, it wasn't for real. Yeah, damn, that's crazy. That is. Mine was the Bucks and the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm real though. I don't care. Keep it no above. shame. No shame. That's my that was my prediction. It's all good. Who you got? I got the Chiefs, bro. Sorry to hear that. Burrowhead. That ain't gonna fly, bro. We'll see. Mahomes is a competitor, like he said. He's really good, very, very good. He's special. Mm-hmm. The guy didn't want to come out of the game because of a of, of his ankle. He was forced to come out of the game. That resonates through entire locker room. This man is willing to put his life on the line for us. We're gonna do it for him this week because we know how much this means to him. Because Mahomes is the best player in the league. And we're going to tell the world he is still the best player in the league. And that's why the Chiefs are going to win. It is loud in Arrowhead. It is extremely loud. The best game I've ever seen was when the Patriots played the Chiefs in Arrowhead. And the Patriots won, but it took everything. Like, it took everything to beat them. And a bullshit holding call. Third and, offsides. Third and offsides. ten. Offsides. You remember that? D Ford. Well, yeah. <laughs> what well, D Ford, dude? Where's he? Well, well, Brady converted three third and yeah, tens in that drive. That's amazing. Yeah. But that's what it took to beat Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. I know Burrow beat him last year. That's exactly why I'm picking Mahomes. Right? He remembers that feeling. It's in his house. Mahomes will protect this house. It's going to be loud as fuck in Arrowhead. It is different there. Ryan was there. Oh, it's a whole nother world. It is. Share your experience. That is. All right. Well, first of all, that. uh, Yeah, I got videos. Wow, bro. That's offensive. Uh, Yeah, I know. That's bullshit. Well, they. It's not even called Arrowhead. It's called G E H A Stadium. Yeah, for bullshit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. This stadium was crazy. They live, breathe Chiefs football, and Patrick Mahomes is like Jesus to them. Really? Yeah. And that stadium is literally, <laughs> it's fucking insane. It's an awesome experience. Yeah. If you ever, you know, if Eagles play the Chiefs there, you ever get a chance yeah. to go. It's on my bucket list. It's loud. Green Bay was amazing. Loud. Your brother. Yeah. Yeah. But Airhead was like, it was a whole different feeling. It was, it's, he's not fucking losing. Like, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't think he's losing, bro. You don't Joe think he Burrow. has it in the head? I'll, yeah. give you, I'll give you my score. 
It's going to be 27 to 20. I got the Chiefs winning. I think it's going to be a close game. I think if the game's going to be really, really good. But Mahomes at home, bro, I can't bet against him. He's going to be cold like the Minnesota Vikings at home. And the reason why they were underdogs, the reason why they were underdogs was because of Mahomes' injury. They saw, like, like Ryan said, they saw him walk off the podium. Nah, Chiefs a favorite, bro. Good. Well, it's rightfully so. He is the best player in the league. I know. And they're home. But. And he lost to him last year. That's more motivation. I Joey like that. Joey B is coming. You're right about that. They're, they're, shit. they're gonna they're gonna rally the team. That's gonna make the team a lot more closer and together to win this game and fight for him to win. I agree with that. A little bit extra. We'll see. Totally agree. All right, guys. Thank you. Special thank you to Ryan. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Had a blast. Yeah, I feel man, bad you're going down. Yeah. I we'll feel, see. I feel bad. 27 13. Um, I feel for you. It's 34 27. I'll, I'll see you in a few weeks. I will. In Arizona. We will. I'll see you for softball. Yep. We're coming. <laughs> Nick, take it away. Appreciate you, Ryan, man. Thank you for coming yeah, of on. Course. It was a Thank fantastic you. show. We had a blast. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love, support, and the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also, follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week at PNI, baby. Thank <laughs> you.